Yo, 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 what's good? Thank you for coming to the House of Barf. I'm Chan Man. And before we get started, I would just like to emphasize that the content that we share on House of Barf is for informational and entertainment purposes only. We are not financial advisors and the information provided should not be considered as professional financial advice. Investing and financial decisions involve risk. And it's crucial to do your own research or consult with a qualified professional before making any financial choices. The opinions expressed on House of Barf are, are of our, our own and do not reflect the views of any organizations that we may be affiliated with. Please remember that past performance is not indicative of future results and the financial landscape can change rapidly. Always conduct thorough due diligence and seek financial advice from a financial advisor tailored to your personal needs and circumstances. By listening to this podcast, you agree that the host and in the future, if we have any guests, are not responsible for any financial decisions you make as a result of the information presented on House of Barf. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Yo, 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 what's good, Chairman House of Barf? All right, back at it, like a crack at it. Um... Approximately 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let me go ahead and take a look. Asians. Uh, this is CNBC USA. All the attention this morning is real estate up 5.8%. No surprise there, Frank. We're seeing a huge rally in bond yields. We have 10-year buns around 12 base. All right. Well, just start off. Good morning. Thank you so much to anybody everybody who stopped by. Kick it with your mess. I appreciate it. All right. Let me go ahead. I've been kind of watching this USD JPY. This thing shot down. Like 8 p.m. around 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m. yesterday. Uh, let me see. What time was it? It was about 2. Oh, gosh. Yeah, don't remind me. About 2 p.m. yesterday. Gosh, darn it. I can't believe even how I missed it. Let me see. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Did all that research for nothing. Um, but was just watching it. And right now, I think I believe in my consolidation stage. Right now, I'm looking at my nine-year. or not nine-year. Nine-day, whatever. Um, uh, uh. That's, I don't know, exponential moving average and my 20 day exponential moving average. And right now my nine day is it, it, it was touching the 20 day and now it's going over the 20 day. So I'm like, okay, here we go. Maybe I might be able to go ahead and put in a bullish run, bullish position. I'm still sick about that yesterday. Just like, oh my gosh, you did the research and you don't take it. But, um, Looks like my TTM squeeze is like, you know, red dotting out, you know, basically just consolidating. Um, so what I'm going to go ahead and say is that this, let me see, I'm looking at the five day. I'm about to look at the 180 day real quick. Just, you know, look at the chart. Uh, looks like um, on 180 days still has room to go down. Uh, but let me go ahead and go down to the five minute. Um, the five minute. Looks like consolidation. All right, here we go. Here we go. I got to get this trade in. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and go to my broker. Let me go ahead. I'm just going to do a market order. I'm not going to do a limit order right now. And I'm going to go ahead and put that in real quick. Take profit, 100. You know, I don't even know if I'm going to do 100 pips. But we'll do a stop loss of 50 pips. So I'm going to go ahead and submit that right now. All right, so we're good. We're in at this is USD JPY. Um, long at uh, da, 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 141.73. Shot up. I'm up 
uh, 0.8 pips right now. Goodness gracious. This is crazy. I've never seen my pips change like that. Normally, my pips are in the negative. The spread, the spread right now is 0 0.006. So, again, I set my um, commission and fees. I, um, no, I mean, uh, at commissions and fees, um, low spreads. It's something that you can set on your, I guess, we'll see with the broker I'm using. Um, you basically have the option of, uh, no commissions and fees, wide spreads, uh, low spreads, commissions and fees. So I said, I'll just pay the commission and fees. I want low spreads just in case I get in a situation in the future where I'm like, oh, we got a market order that. And I do not feel like playing around with um, pressing market order and then getting some number that I'm like, what in the world? Where did that come from? Because, again, market orders, I mean, don't quote me. If I had to say here, let me get the definition real quick um, so that we don't. Um, let me see. What is the definition of a market order in stocks? Uh, I guess it doesn't really matter. According to Charles Schwab, a market order is an order to buy or sell a stock at the market's current best available price. A market order typically ensures an execution, but it doesn't guarantee a specified price. Okay, I like the way uh, that was Schwab. I like the way they described they, they said that. That's, that's basically what it is. The best avail the current best available price. That's what you get. You want to execute this order as soon as possible. You get the best, the current best available price. So, with a market order, it's in. I'm not. I'm not sure exactly. I don't. Oh shit! Uh, shit! This joint dropped. Um, but we'll go ahead and get ready to put in a hedge. Um, uh, in a second, let me. Um, let me let this thing just move just a little bit more. Let it do what it do. Uh, let me see which way it goes. Um, and then here, let me go to my 15 minute. I'm on my five minute. I'm going to my 15 minute just to see what 15 minute uh, does. Uh, still consolidating. Yeah, still consolidating. Uh, but the nine day uh, moving average. Oh, oh, it's coming back down. But it's going back up. Uh, it's over the. It's over my 20 day exponential moving average, and that's what I want to see. It, it consolidated around here. Let me see what time it consolidated. Basically, where the nine day and the twenty day were um, uh, together. Um, what chart is this? See, I have different charts. I was looking at this guy on YouTube. I forgot who I would love to give him credit. Let me see if I can find him real quick. If I can find him just ASAP. Um, I was looking at this guy, and um, he. Um, this guy had like he uses like three four different charts uh for different reasons and uh let me see um i think it's called my 2023 charting uh my 2023 charts let me see no 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 sorry if i could do this real quick i really do just do this stuff on the whim 2023 charts Let's see if i can find them real quick Oh man. Um let's see. Oh man, I I got other people are on my uh on my YouTube, so it's all crazy. Let me see. Uh let me do I can hurry up. 
All right. Um, I believe I found him. His name is um, Brandon Trades. Let me see. So this is basically going to be my day trading chart right here. The only thing I do is break this down to a five minute and then break this down to a 10 minute. If you want to add a time frame, just click customize list add time frame intraday and then you could do like a 10 day 10 minute time frame and then all you need to do is click add and apply so now once you have that 10 day 10 minute and this is basically the screen that I use for all of my day trading one hour four hour daily if you guys would like to know more about these exponential moving averages I'm gonna leave a few videos down in the description for you guys to use but this is going to be your day trading setup so again all you're gonna do show actions menu detach and then it's going to open up in its own window right here so now that you have that done you can go back turn off the level two on this one right here and then we're going to set up two more charts so again we're going to go to customize list we're going to delete so now what we're going to do is we are going to set up one of my swing trading charts that i like to so yeah and this is something I, I never really used before i said oh oh crap the phone's about to die ah, no 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 the recordings do not save. <sighs> the recordings don't save if your phone dies. And I can't remember anything and everything that I said. Um, Alright, cool. So, it was Brandon Trades. So, um, I'm using a chart that I'm like, uh, this is not the chart I want to use. Uh, let me see real quick. Um, Alright, let me go back. Because this doesn't have my e EMA on it. Um looking for my where's, where's another chart all right let me okay okay here's the one with my ema fantastic i should okay all right so yep yep the nine is moving away from the 20 uh let me see where's my uh, my vwap uh the um um i don't know the price is moving above the vwap uh the rsi is uh, indicating uh, sold territory, uh, I mean, bot, what is it, um, bot territory, I'm sorry, CCI, same, I could really get rid of one of these, but I just, I just like watching them both, um, this is the five minute chart, let me go to the 15, okay, 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 the, uh, MACD is indicating, um, a convergence, basically the uh, or it's going to bot territory. Essentially, the price is moving from away from the moving average. Um, so I think we got goodness, but it's dropping. It's dropping. It's dropping. But it's cool. It's cool. Let me look at the thirty minute. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think we're okay. I think we're okay. Now, what am I looking at? I'm looking at the British pound. My bad. Wrong one. Okay. All right, same difference. It's actually doing the same exact thing. All right, cool. This is where we are. Um, I should have hedged it when I was up 10 cents. It shot up. I, sh I should have hedged it then. I didn't. I waited. Um, stop loss, 50 pips. Um, I'm 46 pips away from stop loss. I think we're okay. Um, let me see. if Is there somewhere where I want to take the profit? Just in case it eats up that huge loss in it. it what was that how did i miss that how did i freaking miss that all right gotta leave things in the past that's one thing i try to do look it happened it happened learn from your mistakes mistakes help us grow you know um and 
now we're going to go to the economic calendar. It's not going to be as good as the news from yesterday. Come on, really. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so let's go ahead and take a look. It's December uh, 14th. We're about 11 days away from the big day. Um, okay, we got initial jobs claims. Uh, we got import price index. This is all happening around 8.30. Then we got 10 a.m. We got business inventories. So, um... I want to know the next time Jerome talks. Uh, Jerome Powell. Uh, whew, gosh. It's probably going to be like three weeks from now. Let me see. Do they? I don't even know if they go out that far. Excuse me. Okay. Regardless, moving on. Moving right along. Da, 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 da. We're moving right along. All right. We got to keep going. We can't. Can't, we can't be stuck in the past. All right, let's see. Uh, uh, Adobe, um, CBNC is talking about Adobe. Says, um, in the middle of last year, where this year they had not instituted a price increase. They just instituted one with one month left in the quarter. So when you net out the impact of pricing and also that number, organically, and that headwind will start to fade over the next couple of quarters. So there were a lot of noise, and, and I think the street got a little ahead of themselves in modeling that number. All right, last but not least, Adobe said it's very focused on closing that Figma deal. Uh, shares are up about 68% since they announced the deal. At first, the street was a little wary of it. Now people seem to be on board. But I do want to ask you, does that deal have the same significance following the emergence of AI? Because... It was supposed to help them really maximize their products, but isn't that what AI is going to do? It's a good question. Um, it probably has less of an importance because now you have this new growth lever for the business. I'm listening to this analyst named Brian Schwartz from Oppenheimer. Uh, for Adobe. Figma it is tailored. It's a best-in-class product for in-product document design. And I would love to get some Adobe. It's coming down. It's down approximately about 6%. That'd be fantastic. Right now, it's at about 586. The reason I would love Adobe is I worked in the uh, financial industry for a few years. It was probably like six years, nothing too much. For two of those years, I was doing clerical duties. I was like, hey, Mrs. Um, such and such, um, you want me to change your address? Uh, I need to update your address, blah, 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 just clerical duties. Then I started getting into trading brokerage for a little bit, and then I did like four years in compliance. But one thing I realized about Adobe was this was something that we used constantly and DocuSign. So those are two things I would really like to get into eventually. I'm going to put this in my notes. Um, the one thing is uh, during uh, COVID when I was in compliance, there was we had a huge issue of representatives' uh, misuse of um, Adobe and DocuSign. Um, so, you know, that, that was just something from the client side. But let me go ahead and write Adobe... Adobe and uh, Doc Sign. I would like to get into those. Those are, I, mean, I should have been in those. They're they're too solid. I mean, in the financial industry, I mean, because seriously, like, um, uh, it can be really tough to fly around, meet around, have people fly in, whatever it is. So you got the DocuSign and what you can do. I'm not sure if this is still legal or not. But um, I mean, it's not bad, but you can what you do is you highlight all the spots that you need your customer to signature 
boom, boom, boom. Or you can even put like little tabs if you got, you know, the hard copy or whatever, uh, the places they need to sign. But, you know, the DocuSign or uh, whatnot, you send it over to them and they click, click, click. You know, they, you know, signature all the spots they need to or initial all the spots they need to. They send it back. It's a beautiful process. The issue we were having was in compliance was, and don't quote me because I'm pretty sure if anybody hears this, they'll be like, ah, oh, Chandler, he, he got fired. He doesn't know anything about compliance. I don't. I'm, I didn't come from that world. Um, but um, I enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. But um, representatives were emailing the, uh, um, the the Adobe or whatever the PDF to their own personal um, their own personal email and filling it out because I know their frustration. But see this, see this, this is my thing is where see I'm not. I do want to make a lot of money one day. Okay, I want to be pretty well off, but money wasn't my my go to because the thing about the money is. Partially is because you do want to be the you know the top of your class and everything. Got that. The other part of it is you got supervisors and their supervisors and their supervisors and that person all the way at the top that's just like blah blah blah. And um and these people get stressed out because why is this representative not bringing in twelve million dollars a year? Um, see, I could be wrong, but at a certain point, uh, when you get in the industry. It is a huge learning curve, right? I mean, I can't stand people to say right after they make a statement. But um, there's a huge learning curve. And uh, really just learning how to trade is um, um, your um, your main goal. Believe it or not, in my personal opinion, there's so many people in the industry. I'm not even lying. I ain't. Don't even know what a stock is. Dead ass. Uh, their first interaction with a financial company was some BD coming onto their college campus. This should be a really bad idea, but they need new and upcoming, uh, new and upcoming um, talent. You know what I'm saying? But they um, they holler at these these young adults. Tell them, go ahead, come in, you know what I'm saying, come in, you know, we'll give you an opportunity. Um, you give them an opportunity. Uh, these people don't even know what a stock is. They don't know what a bond is, an ETF, a mutual fund, nothing. Um, so uh, at the very beginning, the goal is just to start figuring out a st- uh, what a position is. And it's no offense, it's so cute when you see them starting to figure it out and you see them talking to their customers and their talking about their strategies, what their strategy is, what they just learned out of their Series 7 uh, or their Series 63 book, and they're just regurgitating everything they learned in that, and you're like, yeah, that's cute. You know, it's 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 general securities. It's step one. Uh, you know, you know, get get, get your thing started. Um, you know, they stick pretty much to the strategies that they learned out of their uh, Series 7 book. Um but yeah, yeah, there's so yeah, so many people. So that's the first thing you want to do is start learning like, okay, um, what is going on? How do I trade this? Everything. You know what I'm saying? And then let's just say they stick around and they become a, a pretty good trader, right? They they got a strategy that they like to do. Um, they're they're doing really well. I I could be wrong about this, but I think after that it gets to a point, um, where it's just your networking ability. Uh, 
not saying that you can ever get complacent uh with um with um with you know your strategy you know you can never say like hey i'm an expert trader um um you know uh i'm good with my strategy you can never get i i would say you can never get complacent that's why it it really does bother me when um I see somebody who's complacent with their trading strategy. They're like, this is my trading strategy. I'm sticking to it, which is fantastic. I'm not saying don't stick to your strategy because even to an extent, I'm sticking to mine. Um, I can tell you uh, one of my my one of my um, uh, strategies right now, covered calls uh, for multiple different reasons. One is my eligibility. It's really the only thing I can do. Uh, for another thing, it's just a strategy that I enjoy doing. It's an easy strategy right now. Um, but I will admit, I do have a few other that I'm using as well. Um, here, I, uh, real quick, um, you got the call credit spread. I mean, there's a, there's a lot, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the put credit spread, I may be able to actually put those in if I get lucky. If I get the underlying, then I may be able to do a call credit spread, which are fantastic because it reduces your risk. Um, let me see, uh, call credit spread, put credit spread. You could even do the opposites of those. I really haven't been doing the opposite of those real quick. The the bull uh credit spreads, I mean the bull sp uh the bull call spread or whatever. Uh the debit the debit call spread and uh the debit put spread really haven't been doing those. Uh but I may in the future if uh, opportunities present themselves. Um was doing research on this thing called the will strategy, essentially selling short puts. Uh and then when you get assigned, uh you start selling short calls. There's also another strategy, I don't know what it's called, but it's just selling short puts after short puts after short puts after short puts, hoping essentially that one day you'll have the lowest cost basis and then it's just going to shoot up. Um, there's so many different strategies. Uh, it is very important to stick to your strategy, but also um, I, I, I used to watch a show called Grey's Anatomy and I used to love it, man. I, I probably, I don't know, it lasted like 13 seasons. I probably watched like six and... Um, I just loved how, you know, it's like, wow, this situation is going on. And, um, 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 and, and, and they just, they all have to come together and figure it out. There's another medical show. I think it's called house that used to come on Fox. Um, that I used to watch and they would go through the same thing. It's like, okay, we have this guy comes in, blah, 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 femur, blah, blah, blah. I don't know anything about the medical industry. Um, and they try to figure it out. That's more so the, uh, like that's the, that's what you'll get from constantly keep trading, keep trading. Even if you're not trading research, simulated trades, keep trading, keep trading. Um, I remember one time I was listening to one of my uh, children's coaches, uh, and they were talking about soccer and they're like, look, if you, the more touches y'all get, the better you'll get. You know what I'm saying? So I even started kind of uh, explaining that to my children as well. Like, look, the more touches you get in, in anything, the more touches you get with your homework, with, uh, you know, doing educational stuff after school, um, practicing your extracurricular. Uh, and I kind of use that concept even with trading is the more touches I get, the more likely I'm going to get better at this trading stuff. Um, let me take a look at... Okay, okay. Uh my uh long position is not exactly going where I want it to go, but it's cool. 
I'm about to go ahead and lock in a 30 cent loss. Not lock it in as closed out. Hell no. What I'm going to do is I'm going to lock it in with a hedged position. And at least that would just lock in my 30 cent loss. Well, not 30 cents. I'm sorry. Five pips. I'm down about five pips. Um, I'm, I'm going to hedge it, lock in the five pip loss. Um, so that I can get some rest real quick. I'm going to doze off just for a few more minutes um, before we get started. Uh, is there anything else that I want to cover real quick? Um, looks like Adobe, Apple, Pfizer, Veer Biotechnology, Costco's, and a few more are, are on the move. Um, not necessarily saying bullish or bearish. They're just on the move. Pfizer right now up 0.4% pre-market. Uh, Apple, um, what's Apple doing? It rose slightly um, in pre-market. Veer Biotechnology uh, uh, eliminating 12% of its workforce. That's about 75 positions. Damn, that's a small company. Um uh what are they doing um not sure i'm assuming that's going to be bearish i'm not sure though um and then we have earnings reports it looks like today on costco's Leonard and jabelle not familiar with those last two companies uh so um i'm gonna keep that in mind um it looks like the dow is set to reach a record high a rally overseas underway over in europe our Germana Brissetti mentioned earlier that we're seeing the stock 600 hit a new record high. Not showing it right here, but across. Okay, so, uh, you know what? I don't think I'm going to put in my hedge right yet. I know I said I would so I could catch a nap. Um, right now, that 9-day is staying above that 20-day. And let me see my VWAP. Um, it's kind of hard to say VWAP and not laugh. It's uh, like I'm trying to be professional, uh, but it's kind of hard. I, sometimes it makes me laugh. Um, oh shit! I should have locked in that thirty cent because then it just took a it took a dive. Now I'm down fifteen pips. See, that's why I should have locked it in. Um. Mm, okay. Now I'm wondering if it even. even Cause now I'm gonna lock in like a okay. Is that 13 pips? Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, now I gotta figure this out. Gotta figure this out because I don't know if I want to lock in a 15 pip loss. Now I'm at 13 pips. Now I'm at 12 pips. Okay, all right, all right. Do I want to lock in 12 pip loss? Maybe we could just keep watching it. Let's go to the one hour. Yeah, the one hour is down, but it's consolidating. It's consolidating. So um, on my TTM squeeze, I have this deep red when it's telling me that the the uh, sellers are active. Um, and then a, a nice yellow when it lets me know that the sellers are beginning to ease up. Um um, so 
the yellow lines are creating and then the yellow lines turn into red dots and the so with the one hour chart the yellow lines are getting shorter and shorter and shorter so right now it looks like this is just a be patient it's coming around on the 15 minute red lines are developing um i mean red dots are developing just consolidating I should have probably just locked it in around 30 cents. Um, out, let's take a quick outlook on the uh, new rate cut. About his answer. So I, I want to get your reaction to his response. You asked him if he was comfortable with the market believing it. Think of his answer. Well, I thought it was important for him to have a chance to push back against what's happened in the markets. And he really didn't take the opportunity much to push back against the cuts that have been priced in. And then, so now you see this morning, of course, even more cuts are being priced in. Uh, and I think, you know, the this is Nick Timoros. I believe he's a chief economist correspondent for the Wall Street Journal. The inputs into the PCE inflation report for November that came out of this week's CPI and PPI, uh, you get six month annualized inflation. So I'm not exactly sure, but I do think that the U.S. dollar is going to have a struggle period. So right now, the USDJPY, I'm going to get ready to wrap this up for a second, is riding support level one. I mean, it's riding it. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen a consolidation like this. I'm not sure. I mean, literally, it's just riding this support level line. Um, we're right here. It is squeezing. Um, so I'm going to let that, leave that alone. Uh, at some point I got to hedge this. Ah, uh, I should have been hedged it. As I know, as soon as I put in this hedge, it's going to shoot up. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. Um, and then I'm going to lock in a 14 pip loss. And I'm like, man, I'm not sure if that's what I want to do. I think it's best. Let it consolidate. It could go either way. I don't think it will. The nine day, let me take a look. The nine day, and the nine day is like right above it. The The nine day is right above the 20 moving day. Um, it is below the VWAP right now. It is below the VWAP. Let me see, where's my VWAP? Right. No, 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 this is getting bearish, this is getting bearish, the, um, the VWAP, let me see, it, it's above, here, I'm on the one hour, uh, the VWAP is above, uh, the price, indicating bearish, uh, the 20 day is above the nine day, so, indicating bearish, but this is the one hour, and I'm probably going to fall asleep for about an hour or two. Um, nah, I can't even fall asleep for two hours. Probably gonna fall asleep for one hour. Uh, okay. I'm looking at the 30 minute. Uh, the VWAP is like right on the price. It, uh, they're all together. The VWAP, the nine day exponential, exponential moving average, the 20 days. They're, they're like riding each other right now. They're having a throttle right now. Uh, these are just my indicators that I have up right now. Um, after that huge loss, I can't see this just just dropping just ridiculously some more. 
Uh, I'm going to go to real quick, last thing. I'm going to go to like something crazy, like the 180 day. And I just want to see the support levels. Um, yeah, when this hits support level one, it usually does bounce back. I mean, support level two normally doesn't. Um, so I have like uh, on my, was it my pivot? Uh, I, have, I use another indicator called a pivot point um, that kind of writes out the support levels um, and resistant levels for me. So there's three resistance levels and there's two support levels I use. And then there's the, I believe the pivot point. Um, so, um, I'm looking at the, the support levels and it hit support level one. It's riding support level one. Normally in technical analysis, uh, when it hits, um, when it hits, uh, support level one, kind of bounces off of it uh right now it's just kind of riding it out i do think that it, if let's see what happens when it hits this pivot point looks like there's a pivot point coming up uh where i guess normally it this is the point it pivots um let's take a look i'm gonna go ahead and do my Fibonacci real quick. I just want to see if it's in overbought ever so territory. I'm going to go to 10 day, 30 minutes. Um, let me see. Da, 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 da. All right. We're going to write that out. Uh, so if I'm looking at this, um, is it in sold territory? It looks like it's in, no, neutral. It's, it's, it's in, neutral bot territory it's neutral right now all right so we're neutral this is consolidating oh we're consolidating like hell my red dots are starting to show up on my uh on the 30 minute let me go to the one hour red dots are showing up i don't know if this is necessary to hedge it right now it's it's choking yeah we're choking we're choking uh it may just be time to just go ahead and ride this out um I think I'm just going to ride this out and wake up in the morning and figure out and I may be slapping myself saying, come on, man. And it was in a state of consolidation and you didn't hedge it. You didn't know which way it was going to go, you know, but I say, look, people know that the U.S. dollar is going to be diluted for a little while longer. But this could, you know, potentially shoot up the housing market and everything. And once people get into their new homes, that's what they want. They want to get the they want to get the banking, getting some moving money moving and whatnot. And then they can raise interest rates again later. Um, that's going to make the USD bet stronger and better. So maybe people are coming to that conclusion like, yeah, at the time of the news, th that was just sentiment. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let me see. And then I'm going to get ready to get up out of here, uh, for a second. Uh, let me see. My nine day is moving below the 20 day. This is about to be bearish. No, it's consolidating. Ugh. I'm going to be gangster real quick. And I'm just going to leave my long position. We're going butt naked. We're going butt naked right now. Uh, Sometimes you got to make G moves. Ah, it dropped some more. It's bearish, man. It's neutral. And uh, I don't want to lock in a $1 loss. 
Um, our 16 pip loss. But I'm not going to be able to nap properly if I don't hedge this real quick. Alright, go ahead. Here we go. Uh, hedging. Going to lock in a 16 pip loss. Goodness gracious. Don't want to do that. Take profit on my hedge position. 100 pips. Uh, stop loss. 50 pips. Uh, just going to put that in real quick. I don't even know if that's necessary. Uh, just essentially, if the short position, um, you know, goes up, uh, stop loss out. And then that way, my uh, long position can enjoy itself peacefully. Um, so, yeah, locked in. Uh, 16 pip loss. Going to go ahead and get ready to wrap this up. Uh, going to, and I'll start developing my plays uh, for the U.S. equities. Um, and a little bit, uh, you know me right now, I'm in these positions. So easily, I know this is probably a terrible strategy. Took some losses on Paramount and on JetBlue. I'll tell you real quick, if I, I'm sure I said it before. JetBlue didn't put a hedge position in. Got the underlying. Thought it was like, okay, JetBlue's at like dirt cheap. Um... I, I should have got Jets, the ETF, but I didn't. I just picked one, and I picked JetBlue because, no offense, their stock is like, it's terrible. It's, it's the lowest I think it's been in 20 years, 10 years. So I said that might be a good opportunity to just acquire, you know, as much JetBlue as I can because, um, I mean, people still fly JetBlue, right? I mean, uh, their customer service may not be the best and whatever, but if I'm correct, people still fly uh, JetBlue. Um and I, and I think they're about to go through this phase where they're about to acquire uh, spirits. I'm not sure what happened to the spirits thing. Did Boeing get spirits or... Uh, let me see. Did Boeing buy Spirits Airline from um, JetBlue? Um, Uh, the airlines reached the merger deal in July 2022 after JetBlue won a bidding war with Frontier Airlines. It values Spirit at $33.50, a nearly 200% premium to Spirit's uh, shares, which closed at $11.48 on Tuesday. That was written on November 1st, 2023 by Airline Weekly. Uh, but was there... Um, I thought I heard something about Boeing... Uh, negotiating with JetBlue for Spirit Airline. Um, I have to say, man, these Spirit Airlines, oh, they just look nice. They just look, I don't know, I like, uh, they just, I like the, the, the Spirit on the side of it. It looks nice. Um, I thought Boeing came in there and got it. Maybe not. Maybe not. So, um, looks like JetBlue is still working on closing out the deal, possibly, uh, with and that's one thing with investing about sentiment that gets on my nerves so let's just say even with paramount paramount and apple come out and say that they're going to do a deal for a streaming service right the deal could take another year two years who knows and sentiment just ruins that shoots the market up shoots the market down just because people get excited off of some news that may not even take place till 2026 who knows you know, so that shit pisses me off, but it's all good. Um, 
so yeah, took a huge hit on JetBlue. Look, I mean, here, let me see the day I got in on JetBlue. The day I got in on JetBlue was July 31st. Has it been that long already? July 31st, 2023. Let me go to the news real quick. Um, let me go to, can I go that far? Oh, it won't even let me go that far back. All right. Let me just go to Google real quick. I want to show you all this. When did JetBlue lose the deal with American Airlines? According to CNBC, JetBlue said in a securities filing that it informed American on June 29th that it was terminating the partnership because of the judge's ruling. JetBlue said the termination will take effect July 29th. JetBlue won the deal to acquire Spirit in July 2022 after a bidding war with low-cost rival Frontier Airlines. And I wish it would have read the date. Again, let me say this real quick. Hopped into JetBlue. Let me see the date. July 31st, 2023. Um, when did this news come out? This this news came out July 5th, 2023. So, uh, JetBlue says here is that is foreign American that. Uh, on July 29th. So I got in after the news. I should have been on top of my shit. I guess I wasn't. I should have been on top of it. Because I would have had that hedge in. Didn't have the hedge in. Took a tremendous hit. Uh, been trying to fix it since. Been by selling covered calls. So I've been selling covered calls. Selling covered calls. And then JetBlue is slowly but surely bringing itself back. Now I'm thinking about getting to a point where I may sell some short puts. Increase my positions so I can sell some more contracts. Um, and right now, uh, it's at $5.60. I mean, I could get 100 shares. I think I could afford 100 shares today. Um, let me see. Uh, so that would be about $561. Uh, so, I, you know, let me see if I can get some money together to try to get some more shares of JetBlue. Just so I can sell more contracts. Because the contracts for JetBlue are some shit. They're like... 19 cents whatever but if you can sell multiple contracts then that's where you can kind of make up for you know your losses um i mean for the inexpensive prices of the contracts uh paramount going to be working on that um as well as taking a look at some other ones uh so i'm about to go ahead and bounce uh get up out of here uh we're going to try to doze off for a quick hot second and then wake back up and get ready to do some more research um I just want to stop by and say thank you so much to everybody and uh, anybody who decides to uh, take time out of their wonderful day to come kick it with your mans. I appreciate it. I'm Chan Man, and this is House of Barf. Also, real quick, I'm going to make sure I fix my disclosure. Listen, anybody that has eating disorders or anything or any, like, you know, alcohol is it, you know alcoholism issues or whatever, you know, um, not trying to, you know, uh, you know, um, poke at you i'm not being disrespectful or anything you know i'm gonna fix my disclosure i really do care about everybody you know what i'm saying if you can't seek help we got this love you baby this chat man house of barf Blah! introducing the listener support program feeling the future and quality of house of barf dear loyal listeners at the house of barf we strive to bring you the most engaging, informative, and entertaining content every day into the world of business, accounting, regulation, and finance. We strive to provide you with expert knowledge, practical tips, 
and thought-provoking discussions to help you excel in your financial endeavors. We are dedicated to fostering meaningful conversations, sharing valuable insights, and creating a community of like-minded individuals who are passionate about business, accounting, regulation, and finance. Producing high-quality content requires dedication, resources, and effort from a talented team of one, me, but in the future, you know, hopefully I'll have a team. That's why we are excited to introduce our listener support program. This initiative allows you, our cherished audience members, to play a pivotal role in shaping the future and the content and assuring House of Bar's sustainability. In the future, becoming a supporter, you will be able to enjoy a range of exclusive benefits. Benefits that I'm hoping to be able to bring eventually, early access to episodes, um, access to episodes that are not, you know, public Uh, you know, that are not accessible to everyone, possibly even um, create better content. And then all those mistakes I make, maybe I'll put them in a separate episode. You'll be able to get some behind the scenes stuff Um, uh, and other uh, exclusive um, um, things such as merchandise. Possibly I have, uh, you know, a children's book coming out, maybe able to offer that. Uh, your support goes directly towards enhancing the quality of our content, expanding our reach, our research, and investing in new resources and technology to bring you even better experiences. Your contribution will help us continue to deliver thought-provoking discussions, captivating stories, and insightful... Inter- oh, no, sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Um, may, in the future, may possibly interview someone uh, that will keep you engaged and inspired join me us in shaping the future of house of barf by becoming a supporter today your generosity empowers us to keep our conversations alive and ensures that we can contribute to provide valuable content to audiences around the united states and hopefully in the future of the world to support us simply visit podcasters.spotify.com then you can get to House of Barf. Um, also, it is on Spotify. And um, support this podcast and become a supporter. And choose a membership tier that aligns with your preferences. Every contribution, no matter how small or how big, makes a meaningful impact and is deeply appreciated. Thank you for being an essential part of our journey. With your support, we can reach new heights and create content that truly resonates with you, our incredible listeners. God bless. Happy listening. I'm Chan Man. This is House of Barf. Again, if you would like, you can visit podcasters.spotify.com backslash pod backslash show backslash Chan hyphen man seven. And you can go to support this podcast. And become a supporter today. Thank you. You can also reach me at c287gph at gmail.com. Thank you again. You have a wonderful day. God bless.